Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the noises in the night? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am feeling fine. How are you? I'm riding that pre-ramble high. Riding the high, baby. I don't even know. Uh, just go check out the pre-ramble, guys. Just, just, just go. Be gone. Just go. You should do have it. already done it by now. <laughs> it's been out already for at least twelve hours before this. It's true. I'm ashamed that you uh, haven't clicked on it yet. Yeah. So, I guess real quick, uh, dude, can we crack it early? Oh, let's crack it. I'm thirsty. Can we crack it early? Let's do it. Get it. Oh, a <laughs> juicy one. That was that was succulent. Like just, I mean, dry ice central. Just, poof, just pour it <laughs> out of there. Oh, I have a second sound effect for us. Uh, see if you can guess what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know. Okay, uh, like, straw. <laughs> Oh, oh! You have one of those little like bendy straw things, huh? Yeah, I, I got a bendy okay. straw going on for the reason for which I will tell you in a moment. I was like, "There's no way Kelsey has like one of those instruments. It's like the little fish with the ridges and the stick. Just like you know, like, there's no way she's just got one of those for some reason. Just my weirdo. I keep it on hand. <sighs> Hang on, can't breathe. Free ramble high. Gotta like stretch the chest out. <laughs> just working out, man. <sighs> okay. Also, riding another high. What's that high? I just, I just, I just gave it the old, the old Kelsey advice, right? Okay. Took my time. I mean, I took a week. I took a week between trying, but I, but I went back to the raspberry pie. Oh, are you riding the pie high? So I, I went to the pie, was not feeling high, <laughs> feeling kind of shy. But I was the guy. Okay. You got by. And it works. Oh, good. And the Bluetooth controller, so I can have no strings attached, works. Fuck yeah. So now I have, I don't have a lot, but I've got like 600 Nintendo games. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> 70 Super Nintendo games. Like, four Game Boy games and, like, 13 Game Boy Advance games on there. Okay. But all I... The sole reason I, I kind of did this... Do you even know why I did this? Just for the thrill of it? I wanted to play the Metroid games before... Oh. Dread comes out. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to get a modded Game Boy Advance to play the Game Boy Advance games first. Because that's kind of yeah. where it starts. Because they did a remake of the first one on the advance and i didn't want to play it 
like on my real advance trying to find like good lighting and you know sitting all weird right right and i just fucking the modded ones they're so expensive the one that i want is like 275 bucks fuck that's so much (laughs) to basically just play game boy advance games so i spent over a hundred dollars less and now i can play all those game boy games on my tv which is even bigger and better right nice plus a whole bunch of other shit hell yeah so really that was the better way to go it did work i'm good now good now all right i actually have the final piece coming i had to go to amazon i know but it was the only place that had it (laughs) yeah the power cord that came with my bundle when i bought it didn't have a switch on it to kill the power so the little raspberry pi when you like shut it down it doesn't like turn off right it like ends the program that's running and then it just kind of runs yeah it just kind of stays idling yeah waiting. so you know you're supposed to get like a little switch so you can just like kill the power yeah the thing that i have i gotta like unplug it and i don't want to have to unplug it and then replug it in i just want the switch so i bought yeah. the one with the switch it's coming in today i'll be hooking it up to the bedroom tv right before i go to bed nice and it's fucking cool i'm excited for you i'm proud uh, thank you, because I really had given up and was like, I'm just going to let Richard do it. Like, someone <laughs> else is going to do this for me. Somebody else will take this off my hands. But I did it. All it took was the right YouTube video. And now I'm good. All right. And it fucking works awesome. And I really want to delve into, like, the, like, fancy ones. Yeah. Get weird but with I, it. I'm not there yet. I just okay. got it to work. I just... I just want to enjoy my games for a little yeah. bit quietly before I fuck it up more, you know? Yeah. But uh, Raspberry Pi, a check works. Check I love it. it. off it's the really list. Really neat. Good. It's really neat. Um, you said that Richard has them, right? Yes, we have one that has like all the, the old games and stuff on it. I don't know how many. 600 sounds like a lot. I was going to say, like, do you ever use it? Uh, he puts want it up for me now and then. Shit? Yeah, like, he got it specifically for the Mystical Ninja series, because he's obsessed with those and has been since he was a kid. Yeah. And uh, he was able to get finally get, like, all of them together and play through them. I think a few of them are only in Japanese, so yeah. I don't know how that worked, but that's that was his reasoning behind it. I just want, like, all the games that I remember playing at, like, a friend's house for ten minutes, and I'm like, I always wish I had that <laughs> game, but I never did, you know? Yeah. One of my favorite Super Nintendo games is, uh, I think it was called The Adventures of Lolo. I have that one. Oh my god. It's so good. It's so much fun. I think there's like a hundred levels and I've literally never beat it. I've gotten up to the final level and I refuse to look at a how-to guide for it and I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out. So I might I might take another crack at it because it's been years you since I've to. looked at it. It's like it's like one of those things. It's like weighing you down. You're like all just these in years. The back of I'm my like, mind. You know, if I just jumped at this one spot, I probably could beat that level. Who knows? If you ever want it, I think I do have that game, so I can give you the file or whatever. It's a good game, and it's got 
an excellent music soundtrack to it. You should you should play it for for fun. See, there's one on my Super Nintendo list that's not in there that I'm like, why don't? Because all the ones I have are ones that Sean gave me before. Yeah. And I'm like trying to take my hand at finding my own. I'm not very successful so far. I still don't know how to do that piece. Yeah. But uh, I want Uniracers, man. What is that? Did you ever play that? You are a fucking sentient unicycle that's racing <laughs> other unicycles. <laughs> what? It's, oh man, Uniracers is the shit. I love that game. It's so good. Okay. I'm real bad at it, but I don't care. I know, <laughs> I know the first like cup of races so perfectly that I can like destroy it. Yeah. But like past that, I don't know shit. So I saw, so I just play the first cup forever. All right. That's, that's valid. So I mentioned I was drinking out of a straw. Yes. I went to the dentist last week. Yeah. Uh, so I, I had talked to you offline about this because I, I was, I was having a time every time I have like dental pain or something, I, in my mind completely blowed out of proportion and I'm like, everything yeah. is terrible. Cause like tooth pain is unlike any other pain, you know, it just kind of, it's all you can think about when your tooth hurts. Right. Oh yeah. And what's in your face. It's yes. in your face. It's inside your head and it fucking sucks. And, uh, so I went to the dentist. I was thinking I was going to have to have another fucking crown because I have like this one awkward cavity on my right back molar on the bottom and it's just like it's at the gum line and it it sucks like every time that i have it filled or worked on or anything it's just the worst yeah and uh so i went to the dentist and i was like i think i need a crown and they looked at it and they were like i think you just need to redo this filling and i was like okay that's better than a crown yeah both in terms of pain and cost so um had that done and like i wish that there was a new system for dental numbing. If tooth talk <laughs> freaks you out, I would say just go ahead and jump forward like a couple of minutes. Cause I'm going to talk about teeth and how bad they are for a minute here. Let's just go five minutes ahead. Just skip ahead five minutes. You got this guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll timestamp it for you. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I hate having my mouth numbed. And every time I go to the dentist, like when I had the crown done, they, they numbed me. And then like in the middle of the procedure, I started to feel stuff again. I was like, you got to do more. And so they had to numb me twice. And, uh, then when I had like the cap put on, um, they, I think I talked about this on the show too, that when they, they went in to like break off the cap to put on the permanent crown and like, I yeah. felt everything and they were like, it's not going to hurt. It's just like, you know, we're going to take off the cap and we're going to put on a new one. But no, like it was, it was like they were touching a nerve in my jaw and I was like, you have to numb me. This is the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. So when I went back for this, I was like, I think I need a crown. And they were like, it's just going to be a cavity. And I was like, fine. But I need to tell you that you're going to have to numb me like extra. Okay. Like just knock, knock my shit out. Like numb me like you're pre pretend you're numbing a horse for dental work. Okay. Cause I feel and like, stuff. <laughs> no. And a doctor, the doctor was like, okay, well, we'll just numb me up. And I was like, okay, do it good. And they numb me up. And then like, they started on the left side because I had to get a couple of them on the left and the one on the right. And by the time they got to the right, I don't know if like the either the stuff hadn't soaked in enough to where I was numb or it hadn't like it, it became numb and then wore off again. But I was like, I fucking okay. feel it. You're going to have to numb me more. <laughs> and so they 
Not like a cop, again. dude, Captain. We're at the medical limit. Uh, so, like in the middle of the procedure, I was, I was telling him, like, you, I, you're gonna need more. And he was like, Well, I'm almost done. I've almost got it. I was like, uh, I don't care. <laughs> Put six more needles in my head. Oh my like, I don't want to feel any more of this. Yeah. And they numbed me up some more, and I still felt it because I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I swear, whenever I go and like I have the the. The what do you call it? The little the nose they put on you to make you make you calm. Oh, the like laughing gas stuff. Yes, that stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, they they put that on, and when when they turned it on, like you know how laughing gas makes you feel. If you have, you've had laughing gas, right? I've had it one time. Okay. Did it make you like dizzy? No. Whenever I get it, I get. I feel like I'm pleasantly drunk, just like kind of dizzy and happy. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, when the lady came back in to like check on me, she's like, is the gas at a good level? I was like, yeah, I'm dizzy. Like good dizzy. <laughs> and she was like, oh no. And I think she turned it down. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so like also while, while I was getting those shots, I was like, can you put more gas in my face, please? Because I'm panicking and also in pain. Jesus. And so Every time I go to the dentist, it's a whole, it's it's an event and an affair. I just, I feel like I need to get a prescription for anti-anxiety pills specifically for when I go to the dentist. So I yeah. can be like loose when I go, you know? Now, I know we told you guys to skip ahead, but I'm going to go ahead and ask a question that if you skip this, you won't hear it. Okay. But I want you to write in how much the stuff works or doesn't work for you because I'm starting to think it might be like a female thing. Because, you think so? Because we have a friend, they got to numb her like six times during like any procedure. I think like, women's it, pain it, is just it taken... It like wears off immediately. I, feminine pain is taken so much less seriously than masculine pain. I, I don't understand. I mean, I fully get why it's because of sexism, but... But like, are they giving you guys less at the start? I don't know. Do like, you guys metabolize it faster? Because it seems like... Most of the women that I know that do it, like, they got to get it again and again. Yeah. I mean, I when I went to the hospital when I had, um, like, my gut problem, I was like, I'm in so much fucking pain. And because it was in my lower abdominal, they were like, oh, it's just her period pain. Oh, my God. And, like, I got... I got everything pretty much written off. They were like, oh, well, sometimes, you know, around that time of the month, your tummy can hurt a little bit. And I'm like, actually, I feel like I'm fucking dying. I feel like I've been stabbed. Do you think this is the first one I've had? Right. I'm I'm 29 at the time. I, I, yeah, I don't know. So, see, now I do wonder, are they like, okay, well, you know, it's like, it's, it's a girl. Let's give them a third. We don't want to overload them. You don't want to hurt the little lady with too much medication. Don't like, care about hurting her with a fucking drill. Is that secretly part of it, you know? <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, overall, I do like my dentist a lot. He's a good guy. And when I ask for more stuff, he gives it to me. So yeah, <laughs> can't fault him for that. But I just wish that they would take Still, my recommendation seriously at the beginning before they put the drill in the mouth. Yeah. Um, I really need to go. I haven't been since, like... 2020 yeah i i I went in 2020 like at in october because i had like a tooth emergency and i I was afraid to go because it was covid you know yeah so i missed that whole year of dental cleanings and stuff but well i left my job and didn't have insurance no more yeah so i couldn't go for my cleanings 
And then now that I have it again, I, I'm just like, it's been so long. They're going to be angry at me. Yeah, that's, you that's know, my so. fear, too. But, like, I saw a thing online where uh, a dentist wrote something and they were like if you think your dentist is going to be upset with you for having bad dental hygiene it's not true like we're we want to help you and I know. We, we are happy when you come in because even if you have really bad teeth we're getting you on the path to really good teeth yeah but also it's gonna hurt a little bit probably because yeah. i fucked up too long you know yeah that's exactly how i feel and i have i have this like one stupid tooth on the bottom that like overlaps another one of my teeth in the okay. front you know they're like they're hugging a little okay. bit and it creates this, like, area that's – it just catches stuff. And, like, I floss all the time there, but you can't always catch everything. Yeah. And the the dental assistant did make me feel bad about that. She's like, you have, like, some stuff here. And I was like, I know. Okay, and I you. try. And I brush. And I floss. And I do the mouthwash. I do everything right. And it just – there's stuff there. Just please clean it. Well, there's stuff there. Oh, my I God. fucking no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Yeah, because I know that I have a filling. They said it buckled one time. Oh, I don't like that. They were like, yeah, like, it's still good. It's just not right. We're just going to, like, re reset it, kind of, right? Yeah. So they kind of, like, warmed it up, pressed it back in, and that's all they did with it. And it hasn't hurt in a long time, but I have okay. a feeling, like, that one's probably got to be changed out at some point. Yeah. You know? I wish fillings were permanent. I wish teeth in general were permanent and better and just not the way they are. I hate teeth. I hate well, teeth so much. Shit. I I mean, we live in a country that puts sugar in water. I know. You can't fucking so, I mean I'm, that's why. Literally okay, so <laughs> it's funny you say that because I'm drinking what I thought was a seltzer. It's a mandarin orange flavored what I assumed to be a sparkling water beverage, but it's with other natural flavors, and they put aspartame in it, and it, that was not that was not sold to me on the front of this because it says zero sugar. I assumed zero sweeteners, but no, there's like a yeah. hidden sweetener in here. No, everything we do has sweeteners, everything, and that's why we got fucked up teeth. But yep. then, but then they'll be like, "Well, we put fluoride in the water, but we'll take the sugar out of the bread." Still though, yeah, like <laughs> it's hard. Still though. I'm glad that you have a nice dentist, though. You could have, yeah. you know, Steve Martin from, uh, what's it a called? Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. I'll you know, be your dentist. You could have him, so. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Fourth of July weekend. We talked about this a little bit in pre-ramble. Uh, I, like, had to go <laughs> unexpectedly. So we had planned to go visit Richard's parents because they just moved out to Arkansas. Okay. And um, they were having trouble getting settled into their new house, just like some some hiccups with the realtor and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were not going to go. And then suddenly it became okay for us to go. And we were like, okay, let's just go. And so Saturday we left. And then I realized, I was like, we're going to be back like Sunday night, right? And Rich was like, no, we're coming back Monday. And I was like, oh, Uh-oh. fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so... um. I had to have you, again, handle the brunt of the uh, uploading the podcast, doing the social media, all of that good stuff, writing the show notes, being the most yeah. excellent co-host. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate you for that. But this fucking trip out to Arkansas. So they they live like 12 minutes away from uh, this resort that Richard and I frequent. So we okay. know 
basically how to get there. But we plug it into Google Maps anyway, just to redirect around traffic and stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we... I mean, I use Google Maps to go to the Walmart down the street, so Exactly, just in case, you know? Yeah, you never know. Because Google doesn't lie. Like, Here's the thing. <laughs> there's times when it's been like, don't go this way. And I'm all like, but that's the way home. You're stupid. And then it's like, I told you there's like 15 wrecks. And then I sat there for two hours, you know? Yeah. So okay. Like, okay. So so we pull up Google Maps and um, we're taking his brother with us, too. So his brother's in the back seat. Richard's driving and okay. I'm in the passenger seat. And uh, so we pull up Google Maps and it's like a four hour drive. And there's three different pathways to go. There's no, like. That's not bad. For it's some not reason, bad at I, all. I thought it was like way more. No, it's it's pretty close. It's like at the bottom edge of Arkansas. Okay. So, it's it's not a long drive, but um, like we, I pulled up Google Maps and it was like you have these three routes available, and one of them is like two major highways, and then one of them is like three major highways, a slightly different way, and then there's okay. the one that's like kind of major highways, but also some some not so major highways. Yeah. And um, there was a huge wreck on the fastest double major highway route. So it was going to take us an extra hour. So I was like, let's just reroute to a different one. And I clicked that one. And then we start on our journey. And we okay. get going. And, like, we're on highway for a good long time. And then it tells us to take a turn that we're not familiar with. And I was like, maybe it's a shortcut or something. So we take that turn. And then another turn onto a weird road that we're not familiar with and then another one and then another one (laughs) and it's it's going and going and going and the roads are getting weirder and weirder and less populated and less less paved like yeah um so we're also making this trip in the evening time so we left home about 6 30 and got Giving yourself a good three hours of daylight. Okay. Yeah. So we went to go pick up his brother and then we had a quick dinner before we head out. So we didn't get on the road in earnest until like eight o'clock. And I was like, okay, we're kind of like pushing the daylight here, but we're going to be taking mostly highways to it. It should be fine. But alas, I did not count for Google doing this weird shit that it's doing. So it takes us down these roads that are so sparsely populated. Like we, we would go for... Uh, like like 15 20 minutes at a time before we see another car or before we see any indication of civilization like a home behind this grove of trees yeah (laughs) just like really creepy not even farm to market roads just like a letter followed by four numbers like n1245 that's the road that we were on okay and i'm like what is this what is what where are you taking us google and (laughs) so it just gets like darker and darker and it, the roads are not um, lit by any kind of street lights, you know, anything. There's no artificial lights. Uh, it also happened to, I think, be a new moon. So it was a fucking dark night. <laughs> and there was no, like, so you know how when the road curves, you're supposed to have those nice yellow signs with the arrows on them saying like, hey, road curving. Yeah. That didn't happen. So we actually drove off the road at one point. Oh my god. <laughs> because it was so dark and so incomprehensible. And we're lucky we didn't, you know, hit anything. We were able to just yeah. like realize like, oh no, this is grass and then <laughs> turn around. Um it was it was very terrifying. And there's also the fact that all three of us are some version of night blind. So like Oh god. 
Do you have any night blindness? Nope. Yeah, it's not great. Like, I can't see beyond the scope of the headlights when I'm driving at night. Like, I love driving at night. I feel like it's like prime vision time for me. Oh, man. Okay, so when you and I go on our road trip in a, in a month or so, we're gonna you're going to have to be night driving. That's fine with me. I great. love driving at night. It's the best. Okay. So, yeah, um... I, I can't see beyond the scope of the headlights. And if there's an oncoming car who has headlights, I can't see at all. And I just kind of have to Where look at the lines. Where it just kind of like really shines in your face. Yeah. So or like if that happens. real big. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't see shit when I have another car's vehicle lights in my eyes. Um, and there's, there's a lot of just like really creepy shit on these roads like we found we saw a sign that we didn't we couldn't read it because it was full of bullet holes we're like "Mm, nice that's good um they didn't they stopped putting street signs we didn't know like the name of the roads except for whatever google was telling us and uh (laughs) we also completely lost cell signal so i was like i really Uh really fucking hope so google Google... like really doesn't know where we're going now (laughs) yeah i was kind of worried i was like is she just making stuff up because we're we're lost and we don't have signal. <sighs> but um, so we we eventually like get to this road that is there. There is just no more pavement. They've given up on absolute <laughs> anything about society. There's no pavement. There's hardly any division between what the actual road and the, the shoulder like where the grass is. OK. And uh, I see this like this this light ahead. And I don't, it's, it's like a weird green light. And I'm like, do you, do y'all see that light? And Richard's like, I don't see shit. Don't say anything to me right now. But cause he was really stressed out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, no, there's like a, there's like a weird green light there. And he's like, absolutely not. Do not talk to me about green oh lights God. and aliens right now because I'm losing it. <laughs> and, uh, we, it like, it got closer and closer and like sped up faster and faster. And I was like, it's it's fucking coming for us. And it ended up being uh, a street sign. Just our headlights oh reflecting God. off of a street sign. Okay. <laughs> That's how night blind I am. My head starts to make up shit for, for things that are happening in my, in my wow. vision. Um, we also did see a cell tower, like that just kind of loomed up out of nowhere. And the top of a cell tower is just like a red ring of lights. So when you're like directly underneath it, it looks like you're about to be part of an alien abduction. <laughs> Okay. So that was another reason why Richard was like, don't talk to me about alien shit because we had just passed under that. And I was like, ah! Oh my God. Um, why, why can't you drive somewhere normally? I don't know, man. It I, seems like every story you have about <laughs> driving somewhere, some shit happens. It's, it's literally a curse. Like, it is a curse upon me. I don't know, I don't know what, what has happened to me in my life to cause some being out there to be like, this one will have trouble in travel. Yeah, which, which car God, one of your early family members made fun of or something. And they were like, fine, you'll never enjoy cars again. <laughs> Somebody made fun of lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and thou shalt not pass. Ka-chow. Oh um, my God. Yeah. It was harrowing, man. Like I have never had such a, such a fright. And like, we were all so silent in the car. Richard was like white knuckling on the steering wheel and I was like clutching my chest and Zach's just sitting in the back seat, like completely quiet. At one point I was like, maybe he's asleep or maybe he died back there. (laughs) 
And um, and then you just slowly turn and look at him wide-eyed, and he's like, whoa, what's up? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> turn back forward. No, like, so at one you point. Have, you didn't even have music going? Like, we, nothing? Like, we had some music, but, like, you know when you're lost and you just kind of turn it down to, to yeah. try to focus because you don't want to get distracted and miss a sign or something? Yeah. So we were we were in that phase, just kind of like very low music, and um, I at at one point, uh, <laughs> Richard was like, "What if we died out here?" And we all just started busting up laughing because oh it, we were that far scared that like <laughs> we could actually die out here, and the thought of it made us uh, laugh. I don't know. Um, also, we. At one point in the, in the absolute pitch blackness as we were driving, it's the 4th of July. So yeah, as we're driving past this house that we didn't know existed because it's behind this big grove of trees, a fucking firework goes off not 30 feet from the car. Oh, God. Scared the absolute shit out of all of us because it was one of those that was like, it screams as it goes up. Yeah. You know those ones? I don't yeah. I don't like that at all. It was it was the most terrifying shit. It was it was it really freaked us all out. Um so but we ended up safely at the uh destination, so I guess well, good. no harm no foul, but like why did Google do that to us is what I want to know. Why did Google take us on roads that aren't roads and shit? Somewhere in there, you were like, okay, no highways. And it was like, okay, what about normal roads? That's... And you were like, no normal roads. And it was like, okay. <laughs> That's the thing I, is we checked. I can like, do it. After the cu- the first couple of weird turns, Richard was like, do I have like no tools turned on or something? And I opened the menu and I was like, no, everything's unchecked. So like we're not avoiding highways or avoiding tolls or anything. So should be a normal drive. And it, alas, was not. I know that we've discussed and you said that you like driving, but may- maybe... Maybe I'll handle it all <laughs> going to to Nashville. Yeah, I mean, I, I like know. driving. I I like it. I'm just I'm just cursed is all. You get daytime driving. Okay. <laughs> you can drive when the car gods are not against you. All right. When they are asleep. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about our uh our upcoming road trip on on the show. I don't think we have. But we're excited about it. We're going on a road trip, guys. Yeah. I know. They're like, what are they talking about? <laughs> We're going to a podcasting convention in Nashville. Oh. We're going to be there from August uh, 3rd to the 6th, right? Yeah. Yeah. So expect uh, probably a road trip episode from us because it's going to be during our publishing time, too. So Yeah. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun. Good old time. Well, I'm glad you made it. Yeah, me too. Like, So what happened? Were you just like... At some road, and then all of a sudden, you like came over a hill, and it's just like, a highway road, a real road. We kept thinking that we were going to end up hitting a highway, and it would take us to, like, a farm-to-market road, and we're like, surely this is going to lead to a highway. And then it would take us off on another fucking tangent. So, um, yeah, we got a lot of fake-outs from Google, like, oh, you're almost at the highway. Oh, 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 no, back to the dirt. Um, yeah, we... I mean, by the time you get to Arkansas to get to their house, you don't take many highways anyway. So yeah, but yeah, we we hit a town that had sixty eight people in it. That was the lowest I saw. Nice. Yeah, more dead people than people. You know that I don't really get into too much news. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, Taylor brought me this one, and I thought it was newsworthy enough for me. Okay. Because one, it has to do with the Olympics, and you know I love the Olympics. Yeah. I fucking love the Olympics. It's the coolest I'm, thing ever. Watch it I'm like I'm shocked that they're happening, actually. I thought that they were just going to call a 2020 a wash and be like, we're not doing the Olympics anymore, which would have sucked for the athletes, but... Well, yeah. Um, when is it happening? I don't even know. I think it's, like, now, isn't it? Tokyo Olympics 2021. Uh, fuck. It is... It, it, uh, blah, blah. Uh, blah, uh. It's July 23rd to August yeah. 8th. Okay, that's uh very soon. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Well, fuck yeah, cool. Olympic time. <laughs> Olympic time, baby. But Taylor was, she brought me a thing, right? Okay. She goes, I want to see what you think about this. She goes, there's an Olympian <clears throat> that is being disqualified for having weed in their system. Uh-huh. Right? And I was all like, well, okay. I mean, you know, in... In my brain, I went, well, you know, it's not legal in every state in our country. So I feel like until it's legal countrywide, it would probably still be illegal Olympic-wide, right? Okay. And I was like, well, you know, so I'm like trying to make a case for it. And she goes, it's also a woman. And I was like, well, I, well, you know, I mean, it's still just, it's a drug. She's like, it's not performance enhancing. And I was like, I know, but still, it's a drug. And she goes... It's also a woman of color. And I was like, all right, I think we're just trying to hit this lady, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think that I, th um, so this is about Shakari Richardson, right? Yes. So I have been reading up on this and I am of the opinion that like whatever Shakari Richardson does in the privacy of her own home, as long as it's not performance enhancing drugs, feel free to fucking do it. We'll see. <clears throat> So, first of all, I don't know that she's going to listen, but we have a little tradition here, Shikari. We got to give you a shout out because she's from Dallas. I know. I just learned that today. I was like, oh, she's from shit. Dallas. Yeah. Uh, we from Dallas. So we love you. Yes. Um, also, five foot one. Oh, really? She's a tiny lady. Itty bitty lady. That's probably helps her be so fast on the track. Yeah. Um, but she got the little legs. You got to run faster if you got little legs. Yeah, I know. So she is being disqualified for marijuana usage. Yeah. Which, okay. So I, I had to look up whether or not pot is legal in Texas because I generally just don't know. Um, apparently like you can have medical marijuana. Yeah. So it like you have to have a card and you have to have a qualifying condition. But see, here's the thing, though. The relay that she was going to be running was happening in Oregon where it's okay. Yeah, where it's, like, fully legal. So, I mean, if she's yeah. in Oregon prior to the run and she's just like, why don't I just smoke up before the race or the day before or whatever? Like, yeah. if anything, marijuana is going to make you run less fast, I feel, right? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know why. Unless, un unless you're running for a snack. <laughs> running after the Cheetos I really can't in my brain make the case that she should be disqualified for this yeah um, Taylor was like what about old Michael Phelps yeah you know? exactly because Michael Phelps like his whole personality was like oh, I got like 16 bongs and they were like Haha, he swims so fast yeah I know 
I was like, okay, what the hell, you know? Yeah, well, like that. If that that's like the <laughs> definition of a double-edged sword, right there. But look at this. So I just found a news article. It says no. Michael Phelps did not test positive for marijuana before the Olympics. So, well, did they look at his eyes? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's the other thing, because Taylor's reading stuff about it. You know, THC takes a long time to leave your system. Okay. And in my mind, most people do the hair stuff now, because it's like a definitive way to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, Michael Phelps don't have a lot of hair. Oh, that's he true. Can, he can chop off. The proof a lot sooner than Shikari, who has from this picture pretty good length of hair. She does, and I love the color. It's so orange. So what? They maybe found some right at the tip, and that's old as fuck now. I mean, who knows, man? Maybe she had to pee in a cup, and they found it there. I I don't even think it matters where they found it. I think it's really but just targeting still, at this point. I think it is too, and I just don't. I feel like this is kind of one of those where, like, no, we expect you to be squeaky clean only if you're ever going to be in the public eye kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and I'm like, reading oh, now. you ate, you, like, overate at dinner? You fucking pig. And now they're going to, like, hate somebody because they had one extra dessert, you know? Yeah. Well, that's just, I, like, too much. And so she's being caught for something that is, like, kind of known to be, well, it's pretty okay, even though some places still don't allow it. You know? Right. I mean, it would be the same if she went and had a drink. Like, what if she had a shot of whiskey the night before competition? Yes. You're going to disqualify her for that? Because it's the same. It's a recreational yes. drug. Yes. Um, I so 100% I'm reading, agree with that. I'm reading this article now, and this is from ESPN. She said the stress of her biological mother's recent death combined with the pressure of preparing for trials led her to use the drug. And she said, this is so fucking sad. She said, I know I can't hide myself. So in some type of way, I was trying to hide my pain. Yeah. That's fucking sad. I feel like this is just like one of those technicality nitpick type of situations, you know? Yeah. And it's shitty. And instead of looking at the whole, we're just, we're just going to do this. But for real, like the one person we decide to really crack down the rule book on is a is a black woman. Yeah, right? Because you know, if it were like Michael Phelps They'd look or, the other way and be like, ah, like you that's said, funny like, boy. Well, it's you know, boys will be boys or like, oh well, you know that was like weeks ago, it's fine, you know? Yeah. And then we so, didn't give her, like, any kind of consideration for anything other than this test says, boom, yes. Yeah. And there's another thing. So she was, she received a 30-day ban starting as of, uh, I don't remember what date it was. But so her suspension would have ended before the start of the relays that she was eligible to participate in. So, yeah. like, August 5th, there's the... Uh, four by 100 really which I don't know what that means 100 meter I guess okay uh, so she would be eligible for that and then the USA team when picking their their team they were like they just skipped over her they decided not to pick her for the relay and she's literally yeah. the fastest runner in America they just they just wanted to avoid the controversy and I in doing so they created an even bigger controversy because yeah. she's literally the best. Why wouldn't you want her on the team to represent America? Why wouldn't you say, want that? How many times do you see I mean, I know that, you know, I'm 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 gonna talk movies or something, but in like 
the high school football movies, it's like the coach finds the tiniest thing to allow the best player to finally play whenever they had to suffer the consequences of things they did, right? Exactly. But, like, but, you know, we gotta win! So they find a way to make it happen, right? Yeah. Don't we want to win the world's competition with our best person? I would hope that the teammates who were selected do something to protest it because I know if I was on that team, I wouldn't run. I just, I'd walk it. This is definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I'm really pissed about it and I feel like it's unfair and it sucks. I don't really hit much like news like that, but it was Olympic news and I thought this was that stupid. Yeah. So Shikari, just come hang out with us. We're in Dallas with you. I can't, I can't run as fast as I used to, but I'll try to run some laps <laughs> with you. Oh, also, speaking of news, just, just because it broke today, and I was asked for it in the Discord, I feel like I will go ahead and appease the masses, okay? Okay. Nintendo announced a new Switch today. They sure did. After, Out of nowhere. After years and years of hype and speculation... Like Everyone people have is been so flipping their shit, right? <laughs> Everyone's got to be so happy and excited for the new Switch, right, Robert? Yes, because it's absolutely not different in almost <laughs> any way possible. <laughs> and people love buying the same thing again and again. Yep. I'm so proud of Taylor. She looked at it and goes, ew. And I was like, what? She's like, it's white. I was like, yeah, it's ugly. I actually think it's really pretty. I don't like it. You know I, I don't I like, like white electronics. Yeah, I think it's I a... don't like it. It looks like a little panda bear. Let me let me pull up another picture of it real quick. Because I honestly watched the trailer for it and uh, have not looked at it again. Because I, because I was <laughs> I like, even... oh, I'm not going to want this. I didn't even watch the trailer because I saw the specs and I was like, ugh. Absolutely not. I mean, it it looks okay. So it's fifty dollars more than a normal Switch. Yeah. Okay? So it's going to be available October eighth for three hundred and forty nine dollars, and there's yes. no announcement yet on pre orders. Yeah. Which you know, you fucking know, who's going to be all over okay. this? Okay. So let's go ahead. Scalpers. Take our shot. Let's take our shot. Take our shot. Here we go. Speaking of which, I also watched a TikTok. Take a shot. Okay. About a guy going, scalpers are killing our hobby for gamers. Yeah, they They're fucking like, are. They're legit killing the hobby. They're taking <sighs> the hobby away from us, which I agree with. But I don't know if scalpers need to scalp this thing because I don't think anybody's going to buy it from them. I would love to see scalpers snap it all up and then nobody buys it off of them. And then, and and then we go, good. You take them all. We don't you want take them. It. Nobody, nobody wants those dirty switches. So, Ismail asked for a full breakdown, and yes. I wanted to give you one because I found a tweet from Nintendo Life that put the specs up side by side, okay? Yep. And real quick, I would like to give you a smattering of those specs. Are you give ready? Us, give us the rundown. For the size, uh, the new one is 0.1 inches longer. And that's it. Well, that's it? But it does weigh like 0.1 uh, pounds more, too. Oh, so I... it's like, like like a little hefty, right? So I was under the impression that they were making a bigger screen. It's, it's literally just 0.1 inches longer and that's it? 
Um, so it is a bigger screen, but if you go pull out a switch, there's a big bezel around it. So it's kind of oh. like how how phones don't really have a bezel around their screens now. It like takes yeah. up the entirety of the thing. That's kind of what they've done. The switch is pretty much the same. They're just filling up more of the hardware. Okay, so the screen itself will be bigger, but the switch yeah. itself is not going to be. Yeah, the screen is, which is the one change. So I'm going to read all these specs. This is the only change. You ready? Okay. The old switch had a 6.2 inch screen. The new one has seven inches. So That's... almost a full inch bigger screen. I'm going to call is... that right now. That's some dog shit. Nice. Which is I nice, don't... I guess, right? <laughs> I don't think it's nice. I think if they could have done, I mean, they could have done better. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. The screen is still a 720 screen. No change. You do get more internal storage. You get okay. double the amount, so you can hold twice as many games. That's nice, right? The sure. wireless and the Bluetooth, same. When you hook it up to a TV, still goes in 1080p, still 720 in the hand. Um, still stereo sound. Still USB-C connectors. Game stuff's the same. Uh, it actually runs the same temperature. It has the exact same internal battery. Lasts just as long. Charges the exact same. So the only difference is 0.8 inches of a screen, and it's going to become OLED rather than normal. So tell me what the difference between... Well, like, what, what makes OLED special? So in an LCD screen, right? Mm-hmm. So picture your TV, right? Right. If you're looking at an LCD screen, there is either one or four lights that shine light against the back to give you that brightness, right? Okay. So normally, if you'll look at some LCD screens, if you look in each of the corners, you'll see where the light is spraying out into the screen. Okay. Or sometimes they just kind of have one light that's more central, so like the center sometimes looks a bit brighter. Yeah. And that's basically how they achieve the effect. On an OLED screen, every single pixel that makes up the entirety of the screen, so every dot that makes up the picture, is its own light source. Okay. When, let's say, there's, like, space on the on the screen, and you've got, like, the black with the stars on it, right? Yeah. Only the pixels where a star is existing, those lights come on. So the black around them is just, like black it's inky black and it looks real right okay whereas when you have light spraying in from the sides or from the center when you have to brighten it up to show that star the black around it is gray because there's there there's a light source that's already there plus it's brighter here okay so the blacks aren't as good that's the difference that's pretty minor (laughs) kind of because I know that a lot of people consider the Switch a handheld device. Yeah. I play mine on my OLED TV. I already have an OLED (laughs) display for my Switch, and it's bigger, and I don't care about it being 0.8 inches in my hand bigger. That's my thing, too. Like, my Switch is 100% docked 100% of the time. And I, I like, would rarely take it on a travel excursion. I think that if they were going to make updates to a switch make it to the switch light because those people are definitely going to be playing it handheld like make that console better right yes i just don't understand like if oh wait 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 wait. there there is one more change okay 
the kickstand on the back is not so flimsy. Now it's like <laughs> the length of the console, and that's that's nice. But that's I, all, yeah, like, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Okay, I I definitely appreciate it, but not for the price of a whole new console. Yeah, no, and then fifty bucks. That's fucking stupid. I like. And you, here's the thing: you and I, this is not marketed for us at all. No, because we play on the TV. So this switch not even made for us in no. any way. And I think that they're pricing it out of whoever it's made for, because people who are going to buy the handheld, they're going to buy the Switch Lite. I don't think that anybody out there would look at a Switch Lite at its price point and then look at the new Switch at its price point and be like, I prefer that one. Like, no, you're going to get the Switch Lite because it's in your cost bracket. Or if you really are caring about playing it handheld, you don't care if it's much bigger or not. Yeah. Because I feel like you only care about the handheld size. Yeah. You would want it to be more easily transportable. Right? Right. So the smaller one works better. And it's like now going to be $150 cheaper? Yeah. Why would you not want that? (laughs) It's a huge misstep. The one thing, and Ferdin called me out on it, but the one thing... Okay. Take away the fact... Of the 4K, right? Okay. Because that's what would have made it for me. If I put it in my dock and it was 4K on my TV, sold. Yeah. I'm sold. But to make this one worth it for me, double my battery life then. Yeah. Make it so I never got to fucking charge this bad boy. Ever. Right. Then we're talking an upgrade because not only is the picture better, it's bigger. I don't have to stop for longer. But now, so... <laughs> I have to stop just as long to look at it kind of better, you know? Yeah, I think I think it was Ferdin who said in the Discord uh, that they're kind of going the iPhone route and just doing, like, little upgrades and calling yeah. it an upgrade. And that's kind of like what they did with the DS, too. Like, there's, there's, like, 12 iterations of the DS, and they're all just, like, a little bit better than the last one. Well, see, and... like, well, see, so we had the 3DS and then the new 3DS, right? Right. Okay, the new 3DS was bigger, and it had a better CPU in it. It ran games better. Right. It was actually better. This is the same thing. One thing that I'm super glad that they're not doing is that they're not making a new game cartridge. So they're not making it, like, everything is compatible. So you can still play your Switch games on the new Switch and vice versa. It still is a Switch, though. Yeah. Like, Like, this isn't the next console from them. This is just a tweak to the one that exists. Right. But I think like, for DS games, I don't believe all DS games work in all DS consoles. Do they? Yeah, they do. Do they? Okay, good. You can't yeah. play three DS games in yeah. your DS, but the three DS yeah. kind of became like a new console. That's what I was thinking. Like I, that, that was my one gripe with the DS because I had a DS for a very long time. And then I upgraded to the three DS and was not happy that I couldn't, backwards compatibility you should be able to i've i've never played a ds game in my 3ds that didn't work okay okay so uh last episode we made a promise to the people robert yes we told everybody that we were going to find out our birth times and we were gonna do god i Uh, didn't do that no don't say you didn't do it oh i did it i did it you kidding me come on (laughs) i already knew my time oh yeah that's right (laughs) 
Um, I did not know mine, and I texted okay. my mom, and I was like, "Hey, do you do you know my birth time?" <laughs> and she was like, "Well, I mean, like, I can oh. look it up. Why do you want to know?" <laughs> and I was like, "I just, you know, yeah, I, I need know. it. I just, I don't know, mom." <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell her like I'm doing my birth chart for my podcast. Yeah, that's. I don't know how to even begin to describe any of those things to her, but um, okay. Yeah, so mom, if you're listening, I wanted my birth time because I'm doing a birth chart for my podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> so, I really wish that I had plugged in my birth time and birthplace and gotten my stats here live with you. Okay. Because my reaction when I saw my birth chart. I laughed so hard for so long. <laughs> Why? Okay, so so when we were talking about um, Zodiac last time on the show, I, okay. I've i never been, like, super into all the different signs because I never felt like I related to, like, pretty much any other things and the other signs. Like, okay. whenever I see a Capricorn meme, I'm like, ah, that's funny. I kind of relate to that. But whenever I see any other memes of other zodiacs i'm like i just don't feel like i relate and it's not that funny to me yeah and so i plugged in all my shit for my birth chart i got this app called costar upon recommendation from a good friend desi my entire chart is capricorn okay (laughs) like all of it honestly i can't even fucking read this thing Okay, so I'm just like i'm just like what's up with the degrees and the minutes and like i don't understand yeah, I I recommend this app CoStar because well, I mean I don't know if I recommend it to, to the listeners. If you're if you're super into astrology, like it's it's fun I guess to look through, but like, so my chart. Let me just say these things. So it it breaks it down into like all the different planets, and I don't know how this is calculated, but it just works off of your birth time and birthplace, I guess. Okay. So for. The, the big three signs is what people call the sun sign, which is like, you know, your sun sign. That's that's the, the sign that everybody knows. OK. And then the ascendant sign is what was like rising on the horizon as you were born, I think. Okay. And then the moon sign is the one that was behind the moon or some shit. I forget how they're all figured out. But um, basically, okay. the, those are like the big three that you're supposed to go by. So the sun determines your ego, your identity, and your role in life, according to CoStar. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you think of yourself as. It reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. And your ascendant sign is the mask you present to people. So it's your personal style, how you come off to people when you first meet um, yeah, all three of those for me, sun and Capricorn, moon and Capricorn, ascendant and Capricorn. Okay. I've also got Mercury and Capricorn. I've got Saturn and Uranus and Neptune and Capricorn. <laughs> this thing does all your planets. Um, so seven of my 11 signs that it has given me are all Capricorn. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So I think I'm getting it then from what you're saying. It's, it's a lot of Capricorn up in there. I have... Four Capricorns and two Cancers. Okay. So far from just this quick thing that I'm seeing. So what's your, your sun sign is a Cancer, right? Yes. Okay. So what's your moon sign? It says Capricorn. Okay. We're we're same Capricorn moons. Yay. Okay. What's your um, ascendant sign? I don't know. Cause this, so this website that we used first. Yeah. The, the Cafe Astrology. 
It's a little bit more difficult to read that one. It gives you your ascendant. Um, do you? Oh have... wait, wait, right there. Because it says A S C, so I'm guessing that's yes. an ascendant. That's uh, ascendant. that is that is Scorpio. Okay, Scorpio, eh? I guess I don't know anything about what that means. My Pluto is Scorpio. <laughs> See, my Pluto is Scorpio as well. Hey, hey, all right. I don't know what to do with this information. I'm just I've just been like paging through this CoStar app. It's it's interesting, man. It'll tell you just like I was so, just reading about I'm actually signing up for that right now as well to get the same like kind of information. Okay. Yeah. As you, but from the just one that through... I got, you know, it just says I pretty much got this and I didn't care about all those because that's just those like positions and stuff but i was like yeah but what does this mean about me so i was just reading like some of this stuff down here yeah and i read this one sentence and i was like oh fuck i'm i'm good that pretty much hit the nail on the head there yeah i i hate how much i relate to this because i don't want to believe that the zodiac means anything at all but (laughs) at the same time i've been told that's a very capricorn thing to say oh my god Okay, um, so no, this is my so I got the the co-star and it says my ascendant is Sagittarius. Oh, okay. But my moon is still Capricorn. So my sun is in Cancer, moon in Capricorn, ascendant in Sagittarius. So yeah, so this has got the mask and all that stuff that you were talking about. Yeah. For your sun sign, what made you think that it sounds like you? So this one doesn't say anything that this other website did that gives me the same, like, oh, right? Yeah. Literally, like, opening sentence one, it says, They are often quite reticent about sharing their inner selves to the rest of the world and are often caught up in reminiscence. Oh, that's so uh, true about you, actually. <laughs> cancers have a reputation for moodiness, which I've been told. I am. See, although this trait is most evident when the moon is in Cancer. Oh. And Cancer needs roots. They they resist change to an extent and concern themselves about being secure and safe in most everything they do. Cancers can be quite intrigued by objects with history attached to them. Which, fucking ask Taylor or anybody that's seen me throw (laughs) stuff away. I'm like, oh, this one time I sneezed on this. Like, that's a story, you know? God. But this short description right here, I was really into it. It says, He weighs words carefully and can be tenacious. A calm and discreet nature, tender, thoughtful, sensitive, and impressionable. Just a tender-hearted bear. I'm definitely impressionable. Yeah. And I definitely watch what I say before I say anything to somebody. Yeah, you're very measured. So I was like... I'm not going to read the rest of this. This is too on the nose. I don't want to know too much shit about myself. <laughs> I hate being read <laughs> by the internet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Okay. Yeah. Mine says that so I am. Uh, yours? Yeah. My sun sign is Capricorn. I am fundamentally responsible, serious, efficient, and rational. Basically everything I read about Capricorn is like, you're a business bitch. You ain't give a shit. You don't <laughs> give a shit about nobody, but money. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I do love money and I, 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 tend to tie my self-worth to it which is not the greatest way to live but i feel like if i'm not making money then what am i fucking doing with my life you know yeah you're Um, making memories i guess (laughs) like i don't Um, want memories 
Wanna pad these pad these pockets. Pad these pockets with memories. Uh, I feel the need to distinguish myself from others through privacy secrets and introspection, and that is Ooh. fucking true. I I have a thing where like I will share stuff about myself online, but there's always just like I keep one for me, just some little stuff just for me. Things I okay. don't tell people. Oh, okay. See, right here, uh, this is where I'm about to like discredit the whole thing again. Okay. Uh, so this is my moon in Capricorn. Yes, let's. We both have moon in Capricorn, so let's look at this together. So mine says, well, so all right. Well, I'll use the app one because it should be more in line with the same thing, I guess. Yeah, and I have a question too. While you're opening the app, so oh, I've got it right here. I've got. It, it tells you, like, different houses. Like, it's, for me, it says Moon and Capricorn is in your first house. Is that the same for you? I don't know what that means. It says, because it's because it's your first house, your Moon and Capricorn is hyper-present in your personality. Where the heck do you see that? It's just written under the Moon and Capricorn stuff. Oh, hang on. There it is. Uh, so, Moon and Capricorn, it's in my first house. Okay. I wonder if that's the same for everybody. Maybe? Or if we just both have first moon Capricorn. <laughs> I don't know. So then, does ours say the same thing? The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings? I mean, I this, think that's just the description for moon, right? Your moon is in Capricorn, meaning your emotional self were, your emotional self is somewhat repressed in the name of responsibility, seriousness, and rationality. You crave yes. the guidance and comfort of a teacher or parent. Yep. Okay. So that's like, I mean, I guess, kind of. But, you feel it applies? Uh, kind of. Like, I agree with the sun one. The moon one, I'm like, I don't know. Because it's especially the, it's from... It's supposed to be your introspective self. So this is like when you're alone. Not really. When I'm alone, I just want to be alone. Like, I'm not trying to get <laughs> guidance or comfort from someone else. It's uh. Because I'm alone. Yeah, it's your seriousness time. Yeah. Your rationality time. But this says right here... Short description on that other site, the Cafe Astrology, right? Uh-huh. It says, reserved and cautious, attracted to politics. Ew. <laughs> which is exactly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong-o. <laughs> uh, selective, earthy, success comes by means of other people who recognize his qualities. I do kind of agree okay. with that, though. So, like, when, when other people say that you done good? I'm like, yep, I finally did good. I agree with that. So it's like, I mean, like, stuff is cool. I really, really was into the sun stuff. But, like, the rest of it, I'm like, I don't know now. It's okay. So, I'm going to read the mask one, though. Cause yeah, so it the Ascendant one. It doesn't say that on this site. Okay, that's what your, uh, the mask you present to people. Okay, so that means style. if I read this to you, you'll be like, yep, that's what I see from you, right? Okay. Okay, so my ascendant is Sagittarius, which was different than yours, right? Yeah, I'm Capricorn again. Okay, so we're going to have different things that we can say. So okay. is this me from what you've seen of me? You ready? All right, let's go. So this is personal style. Blah, 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 blah. Your ascendant is in Sagittarius, meaning you come across as independent, optimistic, and confident, though sometimes overly blunt or critical. Generally a charming conversationalist, your free-spirited approach may come off as restless or easily bored. I wouldn't call you easily bored, and I wouldn't call you overly critical. I feel like people have said that about me before, and I'm like, I'm just saying. 
Like, I feel like <laughs> because I am optimistic and I do joke around a lot when I'm serious, it's taken as like I'm being negative. Oh, okay. Instead of like, oh, well, I'm just like not joking this time, you know? Yeah. So I wonder if that comes into the like, that sounds overly blunt or critical, you know? Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. That's my Ascendant Sagittarius. So now let's see if I agree with the mask Kelsey puts on for me. Okay, let's put on that mask. Um, Ascendant is in Capricorn, meaning you come across as conservative, serious, and rational, perhaps even grave. You seem to make decisions in a responsible, practical, and prudent way. Your ambitions may come off as opportunistic. (laughs) That last sentence I kind of felt in my Uh heart. (laughs) I was like, ah. I was like kind of into it, and in the end I wasn't, but it seems like to you you're like, I'm into it right there at the end. Yeah, I... I actually feel exactly the opposite as you. Is like I the first part of it, the serious, rational, grave. That does that sound like me? I mean, kind of. You just told me a story about you being in the car and like we could die here. That's great. <laughs> I guess I um, took it to mean like somewhat like macabre in a way. Yeah, which I feel like you can be. It's true, but. To me, then, where it was, like, opportunistic, that made it sound like... Like I'm a hyena waiting in the wings on that kind of. zebra? Well, yeah, that... That, or just like, oh, I see something that could be good, I'm gonna do it before I lose that, you know? Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't Would know. Would you agree I, with that, though? Like, if you I see kinda... something, you have the fear of not knowing <laughs> if it would have panned out like you hoped or planned? Yeah, I mean, so, as far you as, You got like, that FOMO? ambitions being opportunistic I feel like I am the kind of person who like I am constantly scheming in my head for like the next thing which I don't know I feel like that comes across in our podcast a lot whenever I'm (laughs) putting stuff in our like goals sections in here I'm just like what if we did this yeah I just I, I feel like I constantly have ideas that I'm trying to like achieve the next big thing you know yeah and maybe that's where the opportunisticness comes in I guess, because when you say opportunistic, it makes it seem like it's a one-shot jump. Not, yeah. Not a plan. That sounds reactive. Yeah. Like, it's opportunistic. It's like, oh, it's here now. I better jump now. Not, let me let me see if I can craft the next thing. Well, that's that's exactly why... I jump from hobby to hobby, you know, like I've got a lot of little hobbies and maybe that's like another opportunistic thing where I'm just like, "Uh, this, this is on sale. Better get it now. I mean, I guess I kind of was into it before, but you're into the after and that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Because, because it's your mask. And to me, the mask is like, this is what other people see. It's not, it's not the deep within side. Yeah. You know? So it's like. But you're saying, like, you feel that deep within, so it's like, is this even reading in the right position or whatever, then? I mean, they're all fucking Capricorn. It's Capricorn all the way down. (laughs) You're like, that's just, that is me. I guess. I mean, I, I don't put a whole lot of stock in astrology, but I think it's fun to look at. And, um, I I mean, you've downloaded CoStar now, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) do you have chaos mode at the bottom? Uh, yeah. I think that's a peculiar feature of this. I was like, what the fuck is chaos mode and clicked it. Uh, I clicked it. 
So chaos mode, oh. you write yourself a note, and then the app chooses the right time to send it back in a special notification, which is fun. You ready? You gonna write D's nuts? Nope, I wrote, I don't get this app. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's neat, I suppose. Um, this is not an advertisement for the yeah. app. I just feel like it's uh, it's interesting, I guess. Like, there was a time that I'd go to Earthbound, and I always kind of wanted to get, like, cancer stuff and just <laughs> kind of, like, just, like, wear the symbol, rep that that's what I was. But I never yeah. really knew what it meant or cared what it meant. I just knew that was a sign of what I was that people could see. Yeah, I remember as a kid being, like, very, very, it was very important for me that I was a Capricorn. And, like, I don't know why. I don't know if it's, like, old age or what the deal is. But I am just not interested in learning enough about this to be like, oh, you're a Gemini. I know what that means. You know? <laughs> I'm becoming like, more interested now. Like, I don't I'm, want to do that. I'm digging into this shit. I got so much Capricorn in this chart. Like, I, I literally busted up laughing when I saw it. I was like, okay, I guess that's just who I am. But you got to learn everyone else. You can't just learn the Capricorn side. Yeah. You got to learn everything so that at a moment's notice, you meet somebody, you get a new teammate at work, and they say, I'm a Leo. You know what that means and how that affects you. <laughs> like, I think that's a that's a bad way to go about life though because then you're just that's making the assumptions level of it that I like can't get to yeah that's just making assumptions about people you don't know yeah so I'll learn all the cancer stuff and pick and choose the parts that I like about it I guess because like there's a lot of it that I'm like I don't know but then there's some of it that I'm like fuck that's like right on you know yeah so like here in the the sun one like the sun stuff it's just like word for word me. Yeah. Like, and that's like, like, I can't get over that shit. That's what it's supposed to be. It's like, like your, your Everything sign. else, not feeling. Like this even says right here, cancer is a very sensitive sign and <laughs> they don't always appreciate it when you are blunt with them. Their reactions to hurt will depend on how thick a shell they have developed. Okay. Most cancers react by withdrawing or, or retreating. Some have developed an ability, ooh, to manipulate others to get what they want. Oh. Then why am I working 15 days straight? I don't think I've mastered that <laughs> one yet. Not quite. They avoid direct confrontations almost as a rule. Yeah. Cancers are, in fact, quite yielding and soft when you have them in the right mood. They are one of the more hospitable signs of the Zodiac. That's like, nice. There's a hospitable. lot of that that I'm like, yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna get into a sh into shit with like nobody. It's just it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, very non-confrontational. Not doing it. And yeah, we're sensitive. We're stupid. <laughs> Freaking cancers, man. I'll learn my stuff and pick apart myself, but I have no interest in learning about any of the rest and trying to assume the type of person you are just based on that alone. Right. Yeah. I think I, I it can be that. fun, and I think that's why maybe more people do it, just because it's fun to see how often it proves true. Yeah. Maybe. But I feel like half the time when you tell somebody what their attributes are because of the sign, they're almost instinctively going to go, nope, that's not me. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> you're, like, telling them now how they are. Yeah. And they're going to be like, no, no, mm-mm. 
I'm reading back again on uh, Cafe Astrology just to see if that one super nailed me. And yeah, I feel like I feel like it does. This one, no. So the sun is in my eighth house and it says, as far as studying or learning goes, you're better off reading the material than listening. I never read a fucking book. I just listened <laughs> to the people past. That's all I needed. Yeah. It says it's very hard for you to passively listen and absorb information. That is how I absorb all of my information. So, no. All right. Well, are you ready to um, chart these stars? I am ready to see what's in my seven houses. Okay. Hey, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. If you have people that love the Zodiac, love them signs, go show them in their star charts that it says, oh, Yimtope, right up your alley. You should go listen to them. You're uh, a Capricorn. You're going to love Yimtope. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode because we release weekly every Monday. No missed episodes. We are like the stars. You can chart us for every single Monday. And if you like that, you love that, all we ask is that you go to Apple Podcasts, go give us a little five-star review that would really, really help us out so much and would and it would mean a ton to us. While you're out there on the internet, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at Y-M-B-T-O-A-P. That stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. We are there on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And we want to thank our patrons so much for helping us every step of the way. We can't do what we do without the support of our beautiful, lovely, wonderful, perfect patrons. Um, if you want to help us there, please go out to patreon.com backslash yemtope and check out what we got going on. You can get a Discord community. You can get secret episodes. You can get secret YouTube channel. There's there's many secrets out there, the secrets of the world. Uh, you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Tell us, um, tell us about your dental misadventures. I probably don't tell us about your dental yeah, probably misadventures. Not. I don't want that. Tell us about your road trip misadventures. Tell us about where your sun is. Is it in Mercury? Is it? Wait, Actually, the sun can't here. be in Mercury. Send us the dental ones, but please mark it in the subject so that I can read them and Kelsey yes. won't have to be scarred. Just just write teeth really big in the subject. Yeah, and I, there you go. I'll just <laughs> stay away from it. Um, don't forget also that we have a beautiful merch story out there. You can find it in the show notes. You can find it in our bios in Twitter and Instagram. It is lovely. And we have one t-shirt out there. I mean, one design on many, many products. It's yeah. a t-shirt. It's a tank top. It's a zip hoodie. It's a pullover. It's a tote bag. It's a mug. It's everything you ever wanted it to be out there on the internet. Go find it. Get it on your bod. And I would like to plug one more thing before we move on to the last little bit. What do you got? <clears throat> I would like to remind everybody, we're going to be watching Steven Universe by the time you guys oh, hear this. And yes. it's coming up by the end of that week. This is your last chance, your last warning, that if you would like to watch that with us, please go join our, our Zeitgeist tier, the $5 a month. Feel free to step back down if you so choose, or if you like it, you can stick around. But that is going to be open to our premier patron group, and we're going to watch Steven Universe together. You want to get a nice little movie night? Think about joining and come join us, because we would love to have a whole bunch of people there. Yes, please. And don't forget, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. What would this show be without that beautiful music? <laughs> It is always in my brain 
I don't know what else could ever take its place. Please check him out on YouTube and listen to all of his other fantastic music. He's got the coolest stuff. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How much laughing gas is too much laughing gas? We never have enough. one more important sound we wanted you to hear are you taking like any formal clothing yeah i figured should i take a suit i'm gonna take um like my jumpsuit you know like the silky jumpsuit style thing all right i'll Um, have to get a suit ready it's supposed to be business casual but i figure have at least one like business yeah i figure that there's gonna be some party that's all like look like a an adult yeah look look like you care (laughs) I'm like, but why? But I don't want to. That's not on brand for us. It's not. (laughs)